Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1302, air date August 30th, 2023. Successful high-tech companies providing thousands of jobs in Massachusetts. His life has been about solving very tough problems by identifying the root cause, bringing together people to innovate real solutions. Now he wants to serve America beyond left and right to deliver solutions we need and deserve. Most importantly, Dr. Shiva is one of us, not another lawyer, lobbyist, and most importantly, not another politician. So let me bring the man that you guys really want to hear from today. Dr. Shiva, how are you doing, sir? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. Uh, It's been been a busy year and uh you know we, we still got a few more months left in it the country country is full of concerns about all kinds of different things and, and i'm sure you've been tapped into all of it you have people that have several issues you got one issue voters all that and i definitely want to wrap this up with your run for presidency but for right now for those that are not familiar with you why don't you tell us a little bit about your background talk well you know i i thought you know because we're uh what would be really good to discuss overall and i think it leads into this the first question you're asking you know why you know in my opinion and many people's opinion i'm the only one qualified to run and be president in 2024 uh you know i was speaking to my attorney who's about 82 now he's you know i have a number of attorneys and john's seen a lot of stuff he used to work in dc and he said he saw that ridiculous debate and he said it's so awful he said it looked like what did he say he said it looked like family feud watching these people, you know, um, just a bunch of morons. And I think what's happened in my view is that politics has literally become a reality show and it's gotten worse. Um, And if you look at every one of these people, Trump to Biden, to all these morons up there, none of them are qualified to be president of the United States. And all these people are being shoved down people's throat. That's what's really insulting because all of them are owned and operated by the cabal um, that's why they get exposure and it's, uh, and the anointed ones get pushed. So I think everyone needs to just take a step back and recognize that every one of these people, if you see them on a debate stage or if they are being promoted, they're not one of us. And that really leads, uh, you know, t- to address this thing that you just brought about alpha, who am I, you know, and, uh, why am I the only one qualified to be president? Well, first of, first of all, we need to look at the United States, right? It's about 330 million people here. Um, we are a nation of immigrants, right? Whether if you're not an immigrant, your grandfather was or your great grandfather was. And the reason that's important is because the concept of America was you come here with a vision and with resourcefulness and you work your butt off and it has to be based on meritocracy and excellence. None of these people talk and many of these fools talk about meritocracy, but none of them actually live meritocracy especially this other brown nose or Brahmin that they found to actually mimic me. The guy's the epitome of not being based on meritocracy, but they mouth the words. So if you look at my background, you know, I grew up in an India, which was a caste system, which is a few controlled the many. No different than what America's becoming. No different than what South Africa was, right? What Elon Musk comes from, where 0.1% of the people control 99.9% of people. A lot of people dark and people brown and black, right? So we need to understand this, that the people who are out there prostrating themselves as leaders have no idea of everyday people. They can say they do. They can have people write little cue cards for them. You know, I know your plight, but they actually don't. It's just words. So my background is I come 
from a world which was one of the most insulting systems to human beings, treating where you were born, you know, we were considered the lower caste, you know, the field slaves of the field slaves, right? They called the shudras, right? And I experienced that viscerally. And so I've suffered that injustice. This is not something that's theoretical to me. So that's first, you know? But I also grew up in an India which understood that you valued people. You know, my grandmother was a poor village farmer who worked 16 hours in the field, but she was the honored village shaman because everyone came to her for healing and health. And she practiced a traditional system of medicine. She gave of her health stuff freely, never charging people. In her view, health was not something you made money off of, you know? Um, healthcare system in a small village where people are pretty healthy, you know? Um, and so I grew up in these worlds of understanding medical systems, honoring everyday people, but seeing the absolute disgusting nature of how a small people think they could control the rest of us. And I, you know, I think at a young age, I developed a great hatred and a sense of uh, uh, wanting to fight this injustice. And that is what every person who comes from our backgrounds, Alpha, feels. And they are unfortunately shoved down their throat that they think someone from the swarm from above is going to save them. And this is a mindset um, that we have to get out of. That's really the enslavement. It, it has nothing to do with them. It has to do with the brainwashing that's been done to us. You know, so anyway, I came from that background, came to the United States when I was 1970. Um, you know, today, August 30th, 1982. Hey, John, if you can get me the copyright, is the anniversary of the invention of email. Um, so it's nearly 40 plus years. And yes, I, as a 14-year-old kid, a dark-skinned Indian American kid in Newark, New Jersey, invented the first email system. It's black and white. There's not even any controversy on this, except the ones a bunch of uh, people in the in the military industrial complex created. Now, there's a copyright, you know, and um, there's the official copyright, right? So there's no question about it, right? Um, and we can talk more about that. So I did that when I was 14, long before I came to MIT. And then I came to MIT, I did four degrees in and out of there, right? In electrical engineering, mechanical engineering, design, you know, and biological engineering. So, and then I won every major award you could win at MIT. Um, and then won a Fulbright to go back to India for two years because I was very interested in taking all my engineering knowledge and my love of medicine and intersecting it with these traditional systems of medicine. And I really wanted to apply all this knowledge to see what part of that was true and how, why it worked. And that led me to discovering a whole thing called systems health, which is a way to see the body as a system, see everything as a system. I came back, I taught that course at MIT for several years, one of the most popular courses. And then I decided to run for political office because I've always been an activist. I decided to be, I had a, a, a great, a sense of um, problems with someone like Elizabeth Warren, who claimed that she was a Native American Indian. You know, your typical, you know, liberal white bourgeois, you know, trying to manipulate people um, as though she suffered as a Native American did. We just, and that's how all these people are. They act as though they know our plight. And that's what we have to get over, you know, and then we uh, exposed her. We're the ones who forced her to take the DNA test. And then obviously we ran in 2020 for Senate as a Republican and the Republicans were basically one with the Democrats, let's be honest, you know, they were so afraid of our candidacy, they stole our election. And that led to, you know, half a billion people starting to know about me in 2020 when we exposed Fauci 
the election systems. We were the first ones to expose the masks, the vaccines, long before all these grifters. None of these grifters said the right thing at the right time. And I did because I actually care about people, right? It's not a, a media hype thing. So that's where I, so that's my background. You know, you can look at me as a warrior, as a scientist, as an inventor, as an engineer, um, but I actually do the work like all of us do. These people do not do the work. They spend 90% of their time doing their backroom operations to see how much exposure they can get to shove shit down people's throat. And uh, so that's, that's the background. So, you know, I think we should talk about, you know, uh, I want to give many, many points when people want to compare me to any one of these idiots running, why I'm frankly the only one qualified to be president of the United States at this point in history. And I can say that unequivocally. So I think we should probably go down why I think that's true, Alpha, if you're interested. I, I absolutely am interested. Yeah. And, and to kind of set us up for that conversation, yeah. uh, on your website, and for those, Shiva4, and that's the number four, president.com, uh, you have a video that's on there. And when I was watching that video, there, there's a statement in there, and it says, the not-so-obvious establishment. And, and I found that that really stood out to me because we always hear there's a lot that it's thrown around all the time, the establishment, the establishment, but it's that not so obvious establishment. What exactly are you talking about when you, when you say that? Because I think the not so obvious sometimes can be more dangerous than what's out there in front of us. Yeah. So it's a great question you're asking. You know, yesterday there was an interview with Sabrina Sabi. I think she's in uh, a local um, uh, podcaster here. And she's part of, I think, the, what is that guy's name? Cornell West and, you know, the Democrat, you know, the typical left-wing uh, people who talk a big game, right? And all those people, the Green, they're so appalled that Bernie now is supporting Biden. It's like, and I have to say, look, I called this out back in 1980s, okay? And Bernie on the left and Trump on the right, Trump is a Bernie of the right, Bernie is the Trump of the left. What do I mean by that? It's a pretty, actually, it's a, uh, something that needs to be reflected on closely. Um, you know, Martin Luther King was the Bernie of the black people, okay? Um, not Malcolm X. Malcolm X was a true revolutionary, and he was made invisible, you know, for many, many years. Um, uh, Mahatma Gandhi is a Bernie or a Trump of the Indian people, and you can keep going on. The establishment is very, very clever. It's a technology uh, alpha. They know that over the last hundred years, if a group of people are independently, keyword independently, figuring shit out on their own and rising up, what you got to do is in the old days, you would just hammer them, shoot them, you know, throw them in jail, right? Uh, fire at them, right? Uh, open fascism, brutality. And they realize, well, we can't do this to people anymore. So therefore, they did this brutality in a much more mind-numbing way. They found people, promoted people, anointed people who would speak the words of the true uh, change agents, bottoms up, right? In fact, they have people now listening on social media. Ooh, Dr. Shiva just said bottoms up movement. Hey, brown noser, Vivek the snake, say that. Okay. Ooh, Dr. Shiva just said we must shatter the swarm. Hey, blah, 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 say that because they know that the, it's like, you know, uh, imagine um, uh, someone sitting in some ivory tower in a Hollywood studio just going around stealing 
rappers' musics from below, right? Because they know that when you're of the people, you're going to come up with stuff that, because you're of the people, that resonates. So instead of giving you the limelight, which you rightfully deserve, they steal it and they put it top down. So this is a very, very insidious thing that's going on. Bernie Sanders says, oh, I care about the workers. The motherfucker's never worked a day in his life. <laughs> he hasn't. He was a tried to be an erotic novel writer, failed. He tried to be a carpenter, failed. He's a fucking failure, right? But he's a liberal white dude, and the liberal whites like him because they can absolve their guilt through some moron like him, okay? So we have to understand that these people are very clever, that they literally think about it as a factory. I just want you to close your eyes. Think about a factory. They have a factory that manufactures these scumbags. Okay, we're going to take a Hawaiian woman. Tulsi Gabbard comes out of that factory. Another brown noser, Vivek the Snake, comes out of that factory. A reality show guy, Trump, okay? He comes out of that factory. A couch potato, Bernie Sanders, comes out of that factory, right? So they are literally manufacturing the not-so-obvious establishment. And they... Every two to four years, you know, they have people massaging them, manufacturing them, showing them how to talk, how to steal other uh, other people's lingo. Right. It's an actual manufacturing facility that they have of the not so obvious establishment. And then these people are shoved down people's throat through incessant marketing that you or I could never get because we're truly independent. And that's what they do. And you can see it right now in this motherfucker, Vivek the snake. Guy comes out of nowhere. He, and, and, no, and none of these MSM people, none of these grifter media are all sucking up to him. You know why? Because they're all being paid. He pays their agencies. All of these grifters, everyone should go look at how they get paid. They all get paid through a bank account and then they promote them, right? So you have, so I can literally overnight off if I wanted to make you the next major presidential contender overnight. I call up my Brahmin friends over at the New York Times, right? And there are a lot of them. Every week you have your PR agent paying the PR agent who takes them out to dinner, hangs out with them, maybe bangs them, and they get media attention. That's how PR works, right? And then you pay off the grifters. So overnight you can take somebody who's completely against your interests, who's completely, in fact, against your philosophies, and you can shove them down people's throat. So Vivek the snake, that's an example. They knew that this brown skinned guy was getting lots of limelight, was getting massive exposure, but you know what? He's a real deal. He actually wants to shatter the swarm. He actually wants to ensure that his people, which is the 8 billion of us, get a, you know, get our rightful right. He's the one who called out the vaccines. He's the one who called the Fauci. Shit, we can't have this guy. You know why, Alpha? Because I am not part of either wing of the establishment. I am uncontrollable. That is fucking dangerous for them. You can't have a guy like me get this much attention. But the problem was in 2020, we got our word out there at about a half a billion people before they stepped in and censored me and threw me off Twitter for two years for exposing their censorship system, right? So unfortunately, it ain't working for them now because of the visibility that people know and about the truthfulness and the sincerity that I have, that people are wondering, wait a minute, why isn't Dr. Shiva in this conversation? He's the one who did this for us. How come Dr. Shiva's here? And that invisibility is has caused major disruption to them. If you look at that debate, they don't know who the fuck to pick now. They're completely <laughs> confused. 
okay, let's indict Trump. He'll make some money. Biden will make money. Yeah, but people are realizing he's a fucking moron. Okay, let's try the brown noser. But people are realizing, wait a minute. He did a $5 million pharma scam and made a billion dollars pushing useless drugs. You know, and his mom actually helped him write the science report, literally. Okay? So people are figuring out all these contradictions. And it's unfortunate for them that we got out in 2020. So it's a very, very, so the not so obvious establishment was their technology. And because I've been exposing that technology, we've been able to awaken people to this. You know, it's easy to expose the obvious establishment, right? It's easy to expose the Bidens and the Clintons and the Bushes. That's easy, right? But it's been harder to expose this dynamic of the not so obvious establishment. And that's why I've been hammering away most of my life since 1984, since I saw that other poverty pimp, Jesse Jackson, sell out people, I realized, oh, Jesse Jackson is a not so obvious establishment of the left wing. Rand Paul and Ron Paul, these were the obvious or the not so obvious establishment of the right wing. And as they sort of lulled out, they needed a new one. And that was Trump was created, you see. So they literally create these people. And we have to awaken to the reality that these people are running a reality show. I literally mean this. They're absolutely running a fucking reality show. And none of them will ever pay for their crimes. Trump is not gonna pay any, he's, it's just all reality show, man. Anyone thinking he's gonna, something's, even if they put him in jail is part of the reality show, okay? Nothing substantial will occur to him as it will to a working class person who, you know, does something, right? Even inadvertently, right? Nothing will happen to these people. And I can tell you that um, if you look at the entire way that they're distracting people from actually people building a bottoms up movement, which is what we're, uh, which is the infrastructure that we've created. We've created the Truth, Freedom and Health University community. We've created an infrastructure now. No one has any excuse to say, woe is me. I don't know what to do. Well, Come to Truth From Health. We figured it out. We'll train you about the not so obvious establishment. We'll train you on the science of systems. We'll help mobilize you. We'll connect you with other amazing people all over the world so you don't feel lonely, so you can build a movement. So the only opposition to distracting people from Truth Freedom Health is to create these morons. And I can tell you how real this is. There's a guy called Ari Emanuel, who is, who is this guy? Well, he's a brother of Rahm Emanuel who was, if you remember, uh, Obama's chief of staff. Rahm Emanuel became the mayor of Chicago, right? And Rahm Emanuel's brother, Ari, and all of these people are coming from, you know, the Israeli Mossad, you know, uh, cabal, right? And Ari Emanuel is a guy who owns every major Hollywood star. And why do I say that? Well, he runs an organization called William Morris Agency, which has now been called Endeavor. You look at any major Hollywood star, they either have to belong to CAA, Creative Arts, or William, William Morris, especially anyone who's making 100 million or more is owned by Ari Emanuel. So he owns Hollywood theater, meaning you're not going to go anywhere. You're owned. You have golden handcuffs with him. So that's Hollywood theater. Over here is boxing theater, right? UFC, guess what? Endeavor, Ari Emanuel owns UFC. And then for the 
much more immature people, they also have worldwide wrestling. And WWE, Vince McMahon sold worldwide wrestling entertainment to Ari Emanuel about two months ago for $7 billion. So think about one guy owns all the Hollywood. So if, if you want to be distracted, he's going to give you Hollywood. If you want to be distracted with boxing, he's going to give you boxing. If you want to be distracted with idiots throwing themselves up and you think there's a real wrestling match, he's going to give you that. But then he also owns a fourth theater. He owns political theater. He was Trump's agent. Okay? He was many of these. If you're a politician, you notice, like if you, you can watch who's going to be running for any office. Six months before they run, suddenly a book comes out. Some book they'll write. Well, how do you get your book overnight that much distribution, Alpha? You have to have an agent. You better have an agent because he'll make one phone call and overnight you're everywhere. So this is not really a marketplace of ideas. There's no open competition. It's shoving down people's throat. And what I'm telling you is one guy, Ari Emanuel, owns, he owns Trump. He owns Hollywood. He owns boxing. He owns wrestling. Now think about what I'm saying. That's 99% of all the eyeballs that they can distract people with. Kids, middle-aged adults, older adults, and pretty much everyone. So anyone through this media infrastructure can overnight be made a star, even though they don't give a fuck about you. You will leave thinking they're one of you because they got consultants, do your hair this way, dress this way, talk this way. Here are a bunch of lines we're going to give you. This guy, Dr. Shiva, use all of his lines because he's a real rabble rouser and people are really resonating with him. So this is how they're fucking people. And that is why, that's what I call the not so obvious establishment. And they don't give a fuck about the truth anymore. They will even, the brown noser actually wears a thing called truth. They will even market truth when it's not truth. One, one of the things that I, you know, a few weeks ago when I heard you speak in this space, Dr. Shiva, was I liked the way you had no filter that was going to keep you from calling it the way it was. And I missed that. I miss that from having people, especially people seeking positions that are going to influence or control our nation one way or the other. And even when I announced that I was going to be doing this show with you, a lot of people, a lot of people that are on my side are like, Alpha, but we're Team Trump, we're Team Trump, we're Team Trump. And I want you to address something here, if you will, for me, Dr. Shiva. What kind of disservice do we do to ourselves if we want to isolate ourselves from information, whether you want to go for this candidate or that candidate, if if we wanted to say, hey, you know, um, you know, <laughs> back the snake, which I love that, or Biden or Trump or this person or that person, if we're not willing to challenge our own independent knowledge, is I mean, is that this showing that we've already succumbed to the propaganda that's out there? Because I feel like I feel like there's these all these hurdles that are in front of you. And it's that being one of them. The other one being every everything you said with this, you know, not not so obvious establishment that they've put. It's like this uphill battle for you because they can not only they control that, but they control mainstream media. They control printed media. Like all this is in front of you. So how how what kind of disservice do we do to ourselves? And then how do you how do you plan on on combating that and, and pushing through all that when it's all 
already designed and they're in control of it to suppress anything you want to put out there to begin with. Look, Alpha, ultimately, what an individual needs to ask themselves, if they're very honest, you, you have to just reflect on what it means to be human. And you have to take some time. People need to go away sometimes, sit on a riverbank, go into a closet, close it, sit in silence. And yeah, everyone should do this at least once a day in my view, okay? And sometimes for longer periods. And if you sit there alone with yourself, after some point, you'll come to a point, what is the meaning of life? You'll come to this very important point. Who am I, right? And until you ask those questions, I don't think you're a human being. I think you're a robot. Because every one of us comes with all sorts of baggage the instant we are born into this world. You can be born into a Christian family. I can be born into a Hindu family. Someone's in the Jewish family, and then you're born up with certain parents. You're born into this atmosphere, that, right? So we're born at a certain instant in time into it. It's literally you appear, right? It's like nothing existed, and then you appear. Okay. Um, and then you have all of this programming that comes with whatever, you know, mold that you're born into, right? But at a certain point in life, you have to say, is that who I am? Am I all those things that I was told? Am I a Christian? Am I, you know, uh, Indian? Am I someone who has the skin color, right? Well, those are just these outer sheaths that you realize, right? And then you've come to a point, who am I? And ultimately, it comes down to this very deep relationship between you and whoever you think your creator is. And then what is the purpose of life? And if you have the opportunity to reflect like that, um, you'll come to the point that the purpose of life, in my view, is absolute liberation of the human being, right? And the full effulgence of your creativity, of who you are. And this is why, you know, today's an interesting day, April 30th, 1982, the invention of email. And yes, I created email, but I the bigger story that comes out of it with all the battles I had to go through that I did it, forgot about it. It went into the Smithsonian. It created this huge bogus controversy created by a bunch of racists, frankly, let's be honest about it. Because if I was blue eyed and my last name was Feinstein and I had blonde hair, I'd be on the on every stamp on the planet. Let's be honest about it. Okay. Um, and because I'm also a non-Brahmin, the, the biggest racists were the Indians who are Brahmins, many of them in the United States. And we have to talk about that. Uh, you talk about racism, we should talk about Brahminism and the caste system, which is what the whole world has become now. So I've had to fight this kind of shit, man. And at a certain point, you come to this point of reflection that you realize that life is not worth living in a state where you're a fucking slave at a deep level, particularly if you're a creative individual and you've had these experiences with your creator. And if you read many of the experiences in the Bible or of the yogis, I've had all those experiences. I haven't spoken to people. So I about many of these, but I know that life is beyond the physical body in a very deeply personal level. And when you've had these experiences, you realize the purpose of life is pure service and being courageous and to fight evil. That is a fucking purpose of life. Fight evil. That is it. If you're not willing to fight evil, then you are not living as a human being. And you have to go. And so when you get to that point in life, there's not one iota you can compromise to evil. Because if you compromise, you become evil. So, well, why can't you work with other people? You don't find anyone on the stage is good. No, they're all fucking evil. They really are. Who do I find true? You. 
working people get up in the fucking morning and actually do an honest day's work, take care of their family and their kids, and have to go back and doing that every day. All these other people move capital around all day. They're not doing work, guys. They're living the devil's life because they didn't work for their shit. They're exploiters. And that is where I came to at the age of 12. And I came to that in a very profound way because I came here in 1970 when I was seven years old. In 1975, after living in places like Patterson and Clifton, working class communities, I went back to India to visit my grandparents in that small village. Where my grandparents have no shoes, right? They live in a small hut, dirt roads, you know, no running water. And I realized in about 24 hours, I'd be back in the United States. And I looked at how much they had given to me and my father, right? How much they'd sacrificed these people of pure love. My grandmother was a deeply spiritual person, same with my grandfather, that I would be an absolute parasite if I didn't fight, not only for them, for all those working class people who worked their fucking asses off. So it was this deep sense of justice that I came to at, at the age of 12. It was deeply spiritual, deeply moving, and that set the trajectory of my life. Now, when you come to that point, which I believe every human being has get, been given the opportunity, and many people are lazy and they walk away from it or they compromise, but I never compromise. In fact, my anger at these people has gotten even worse because these people are evil. They're absolutely evil. They have made choices for protecting their family to live a life which they didn't actually fucking earn, which they don't deserve. And they know that. And they have so much shit on themselves. You notice that none of these guys calls out the other guys personally. Pence has a lot of shit on DeSantis and he won't. They have a lot of shit. None of them attack each other's actual character. Because you know why? They have a lot of shit skeletons in their closet. And I'm probably the only one who can go after them because my fucking stuff is out transparent. You can look at my life since I was four year old to today, always fighting injustice. So it you know, really segues into why am I the only one I believe that's qualified to be president? And I say that with absolute honesty, with absolute, you can call it arrogance, but it's not arrogance. It is looking at this in a very rational way. Number one, number one, we live in a world of very, very complex systems right now. You know, a very complicated world. You, when you drive down the street, it's a transportation system, right? You use the entire communication system, right? The digital infrastructure system, right? All this stuff. These are very complex systems. And if people are electing a president, in my view, the president should be an educator. He should be the wise soul. He should be a guiding light who is raising people's consciousness. That's the role of a president because you're basically supposed to be the epitome of what every other person should want to strive to be, the highest character, someone who actually walks a walk. You can look at my life. I've actually fought corruption uncompromisingly against that, a true warrior. That's what a president's supposed to be. So you look at my knowledge base that I've been able to develop through a lot of hard work. 
I can, I understand electrical systems. I understand how to build a building, right? Mechanical systems. I understand the concept of architecture. I understand biological systems. And I can put that all together to see the future. That is why I was able to see the pandemic and the bullshit of it in March of 2020. And I called it out, saved millions of people's lives. I gave people a protocol to defend their immune system, right? We exposed the election systems. Not like three years later, like fucker Carlson, when it was cool <laughs> to talk about it, but when the, sh when the building was burning down, I was a fireman first on the scene, putting out the fire, where all these other guys were watching from the sidelines and not in there battling the fire. And when I called for help, they looked the other way. Every single one of them. Trump was part of it. Robert Kennedy was promoting lockdowns. And to all you Trumpers out there, you know what? That's what I got to say to you. You may have worn a MAGA hat, but I gave the motherfucker money. I put up thousands of signs for him in the bitter cold. So don't tell me you're a Trumper because I gave him a big chance. And what did he actually fucking do? He saved big pharma just like Obama saved big banks. The bank should have failed in 20, 2008 and Obama came and saved them. He didn't save poor black folk in Chicago. He didn't. He didn't stop crime in Chicago, but he saved Goldman Sachs. He saved Lehman, all these big, big banks. That's what he did. Well, pharmaceutical companies have been tanking like this. If you actually look at their sales, like Pfizer, I've said, they went from 65 billion in sales. By 2019, man, they were down to 40 billion in revenue. I mean, that's a, that's, that's a thing going down into a tailspin, right? So they needed a vaccine. Didn't matter whether it worked or not. They needed a vaccine just from a business perspective. So Trump and Jared Kushner did that for them. And they, you know, use Israel as a big testing ground. Albert Morla from Pfizer got a big award, right? So that's what, that's what Trump did. Trump was brought in to save big pharma. He was brought in to make sure the lockdowns could take place. He was brought in to destroy the First Amendment. He's the one on November 16th, 2018, who passed SISA. He signed SISA into law. SISA destroyed the First Amendment. And you know what's fascinating? Every member of Congress voted for SISA. Every was unanimous and unanimous consent by the Senate. Unbelievable. Congress shall pass no law to bridge the First Amendment. So all you fucking patriots out there, I don't think you're fucking patriots if you, if you think Trump is your savior. Because the most patriotic thing that ever took place in all of humanity was the passage of the First Amendment which said that you, as anyone you are, can say shit against your government. And furthermore, it said Congress shall pass no law to bridge freedom of speech. That's the First Amendment. Go read it. Well, on November, that was 1791. On August 16th, sorry, November 16, 2018, Trump signs into law SISA. SISA is what created the backdoor portal into Twitter that allowed every government agency to, particularly the uh, SISA to have direct contact to every major social media company, tell them who they should take out with the playbooks that I discovered, Alpha, as you know. And people can go to winbackfreedom.com. I did all of that in 2020 in a lawsuit I represent myself. That's a I'm a fucking patriot. I'm as patriotic as you get. Trump ain't no fucking patriot because he didn't help me then. I helped him because of my work. He raised 
quarter of a billion to half a billion dollars for election integrity. Where the fuck did all that money go? Where did all of Mike Lindell's money go that they raised off my work and then put all sorts of other bullshit on it? The signature verification system, Carrie Lake said, oh my God, it was a signature verification, but she won't mention my name. I'm the one who busted my ass day and night exposing that. So all these MAGA people do not want to give credit to me because I'm independent, Alpha. I can't be controlled. I'm not going to, I'm going to call them out. I'm not going to help them make any more money off my hide. You see? So number one, you cannot have a president in 2024 who doesn't understand how systems work. Systems thinking, the elites understand this. So if I'm going to fight for you, I better know how systems work. Now, for all of you listening, you can go to truthfreedomhealth.com and you can learn it. I've created a way that every citizen can learn it. If I become president, we're going to make sure every person has the opportunity to learn systems thinking. Without the knowledge of systems, you're screwed. You know who knew systems thinking? Jefferson did. Yeah. So um, you know who else knew systems thinking? Franklin did. Washington did. Women know systems thinking. Systems thinking is the ability to see the interconnection between things and there's a science. So number one, none of those guys know how systems work. So you're telling me they're going to go fix the transportation system. You don't even know how a fucking system works. None of you guys. Okay. And they've never fixed anything in their lives. How can someone who bullshits people ever fix any system? Can you, can the Trumpers tell me one thing that Trump fixed? I don't think they can, Alpha. What did he actually, I'll tell you what he did do though. He printed $8 trillion in one year. Obama took, I mean, one term. Trump printed, uh, Obama printed $8.1 trillion in two terms. And all that money went to their friends on Wall Street. In, during the pandemic, $2.3 trillion in wealth was increased by 600 billionaires. So you got to look at this. These people are not for your interests. When I mean your interests, I mean working people's interests. So the first thing is, People have to understand that we live in a world of complex systems. A leader of the United States needs to understand what are systems and how they operate. You know, if you look at the Chinese Communist Party, all those guys are engineers. They're really fucking smart people. They have like a fucking hundred year plan and they'll go execute it. Name one person in Congress who can actually help you fix your fucking car, who can actually understand how a building is created how any type of infrastructure works. None of them can. They have to call in 50 consultants and those 50 consultants are paid by lobbyists. We're going to tell you what to do, not for the country, but what's going to get some government contracts for their businesses. You see? So we don't have any independent thinkers and leadership levels anymore. So that's number one reason. The number two reason is that I think you need people who actually come from the people. We're actually one of us. You know, um, getting back to Vivek the Snake, he says, oh, I grew up disadvantaged, just making up shit. The motherfucker went to a prep school. Both of his parents were very wealthy. And now he's trying to rewrite his history. Well, you can go look at my history. I grew up in Newark and Patterson and Clifton, working class town. It was in the last three years. My parents were lucky to move to the public school where all the Jewish kids lived. You know, I was one out of 4,000 kids. The two dark, me and my sister were the two darkies, Right. And even then, there was so much discrimination. But I won every award there, right? But my parents were very clever to move into a good public school system. They couldn't afford prep schools or any of that.
but I have always grown up among everyday people. So I think it's important that if you're going to talk about working people, that you actually come from those people. Wouldn't you say so? You should understand how systems work, but you should actually be one of the people because how can you actually know their plight? It's just theory to you. You can say I've read it, but it's not real, right? It's still you're being told what to do. The third thing is I think people should actually look at, did you do the right thing at the right time? It's a very important characteristic. And I learned that lesson from a guy called Alan McDonald, you know, who was the engineer alpha. Um, remember when the space shuttle went up and it blew up? Um, he was the one, he was a main engineer running the engineering, uh, he was the director of engineering at Morton Firecall, which built the shuttle. And NASA was telling him to sign off on the launch. And he said, man, I can't do this because the O-rings, which were the rings that connect the solid rocket boosters, had never been tested because it was a it was a day that was freezing that day. And I remember watching the shuttle. I saw all icicles and I said, wow, I hope they're not going to launch. And they did. And the fucking thing blew up. And Alan McDonald would not sign off on the launch. They forced him to do it and he wouldn't do it. They you know, vilified him. They demoted him. Well, he died about two years ago. And he said, the most important thing in life is to say the right thing at the right time. This is, this is very important to understand. That's true heroism to me and do something about it at the right time. Like he actually didn't sign the launch. And he said, this is too dangerous. Go look at 2020. And I want everyone to just, you, you go do research right now, right? March of 2020. And go look at what Trump did. He supported lockdowns. He didn't fire Fauci. You know, the guy with fucking brass balls. I'm going to come in and drain the swamp. Where you're looking at a fucking little weasel called Fauci. He is the swamp. He's been there since Reagan. That's the first guy you should have gotten rid of. Well, he didn't do that. What did Robert fucking Kennedy do? In 2020, in March of 2020, he was pushing lockdowns, Alpha. There's a tweet. He was pushing lockdown, saying they would protect people from getting COVID and would, and it would keep it would reduce climate change, save the environment. Go look at what Vivek the Snake was doing. He was promoting mask mandates. I mean, sorry. Uh, yeah. Pr promoting mandates of masks, promoting vaccine mandates. In fact, his company was uh, setting up the infrastructure to surveil all of us with COVID. OK. So go look at what these people were actually doing in 2020. Ron DeSantis, he, he didn't open up Florida. He was all in it. It took him a year and a half after Pfizer had made their 8 billion bucks. So you have to go look at each one of these people. And obviously, Nikki Haley and Pence and all those guys were all part of it. Same with Biden. Who was the only leader who was saying no to the lockdowns? Not only did I say no to the lockdowns, Alpha, we went and ran multiple demonstrations. You know, we did video after video after video, educating people why the lockdowns are going to hurt people more. Because you lock down people, they're going to become more depressed. They get on antidepressants. It screws up their immune system. I did multiple videos on this. Then we gave people a solution. In fact, I sent Trump a letter on March 23rd, 2020. It's up there. I can bring it up. Black and white. Do not lock down the country. Here's what you need to do for the economic health. And it was hand delivered to him by... Mar Marla Maples, okay, his former ex-wife. So look at what I did in the mo and, and by the way, what did the lockdowns lead to? $16 trillion in losses. 
And you know who most of the people lost money? It was everyday people, small businesses. The big guys made out big. Musk became the 200 billionaire during that period. So I just want people to go back to March of 2020. What did these motherfuckers do? You have to look at that. Forget what they fucking say now. What did you do when the fucking fire is blazing? What did fucker Carlson do? He was on the sidelines trying to get a fucking recommendation letter, right? Saying to people, ooh, let's not go after Hunter Biden. We're being too hard on him. October 30th, 2020. All right? So for God's sake, let's not be, you know, house slaves, as Malcolm X said. Dr. Shiva, let me ask you this. Yeah. And, and I'm looking at the chat, and, and trust me, you got my audience very fired up right here. But I would, I would say, for those that can put their emotions aside and say, hey, you know what? Dr. Shiva's really challenged me on my stances here. And they go and they research everything you've said. You know, they have the ability after this is everything you said, pause it, research it, pause it, research it. And they're like, okay, he, it's, it's there. The evidence is there, what Dr. Shiva is saying. And they're like, okay, so now that I can't disprove what he's saying because the factual information is there and they want to know more, they go to Truth and Freedom. They go look at the stuff that you have there for them to research and they look at that. And now let's say you get this movement of people that's behind you. How do you still overcome the fact that we haven't fixed our elections because and, and, and I've, I've brought this up in so many spaces, you know, that, you know, we have DeSantis here, Trump here, these people here. And I'm like, you guys, we haven't fixed it yet. Well, let's let's talk about that, Alpha. So um, which one do you want me to address first to the people that are getting all excited on which one, which one are you want me to address? Make it, the Make it flow how you want. Yeah. I'll, I'll give it to so, you. So here's the deal. So, so all the, but, you know, I would I should. We should do it. It'd be nice to do a call in, you know, so these people can call in. But um, let, let me talk. Let me look. All of you guys are being fired up. Why are why do you want to suck off Trump's cock? He done <laughs> for you? I really have to ask you that. What the fuck? If you're men, then are you going to be men or be little boys looking up to this fucking guy who's fucked you for the last four years? It was during Trump's administration wake the fuck up that the first amendment was destroyed if hillary clinton had signed sisa into act there would have been a fucking revolution in this country if hillary clinton had pulled the lockdowns there would have been a revolution in this country do you understand they bought this white boy in to do precisely what the man needed him to get done and then they had the q idiots running around telling people oh wait he's going to do seventh dimensional chess i'm sorry trump doesn't even know how to fucking play chess OK, the two times I met him and he called me to meet with him and I didn't want to meet with him because he endorsed a guy in Massachusetts who actually did the election fraud. After knowing he'd made money off election fraud from my work. So when I met with him, he looked like, a, you know, like an old actor who was in the back room in a little office. I wasn't that impressed. I saw a guy who had no friends, no family, frankly, no one who was really there to he had no one. He's just an actor who was brought in. Seriously. So you guys have all this views of these people and any views of them you have is in your fucking mind. It's not real. Trump made last this year alone, he made a half a billion dollars 
$555 million off his golf courses. He's never made this kind of fucking money. He's made more money after leaving office because all of his businesses, frankly, weren't doing well. Ooh, he left a lot. No, he didn't. He needed this fucking reality show, guys. So you need to get this clear. You have some image of something that's absolutely doesn't match with reality. Now, if you if the reality doesn't match with what what's what you you know it, it, what you perceive, then that's called you you have rose colored glasses, okay? And the purpose of life, the spiritual journey in life, is to see things as they are, not how you want them to fucking be. That is part of the journey here. And right now you're deluded because you're not willing to look at them. And that's no different than the woke left, Alpha. There's a woke right and the woke left. And that's what people want. They want people to be deluded by this left and right nonsense. You know, that's where they want people to be. Uh, the second part of what you asked, if you could just repeat that again, Alpha, so I address it. Is let's just say the movement of people yeah. agree with you, behind you. Yeah. How do you defeat this system? Right. right. So let's talk about how do you shatter the swarm? Okay. Uh, if someone saw that swarm video I did, you know, you should share it with people. So let's talk about, I, I want to use the analogy because what we're talking about is a fundamental human problem, right? How do you defeat slavery? How do you defeat, how do you win truth, freedom, and health? How do you win human liberation? Is that what we're talking about? It's like central. The day you're born, a very finite set of people really have freedom. You hit the birth lottery and you're born into the family of the Rockefellers. You have a very different fucking life than if you're born into the family I was brought into, okay? Two different worldviews. So the issue is how do you win human liberation, right? Now that question is what has haunted me since I was four years old, Alpha. But that question is no different than the question of how can we fly like the birds? You're sitting there a thousand years ago, you see a bird fly. Wow, can I fly? Think about men and women have asked that question, right? Or you see lightning and you say, wow, could I have, you know, when it gets dark, is there a way that I could have light in my home, electricity, right? These are pretty powerful questions, right? There are things you would say are impossible. There's no fucking way a human being could fly, right? Who would have thought that 200 years ago? Just think about what I'm saying. If you could put your mind frame into 200 years ago, you see a bird fly and you're thinking, could I ever fly? Impossible. So people would put wings on, right? And they'd fly themselves and they'd crash. So, so if you compare in analogy, the impossibility of flying People thinking there's the world's just going to be the way it's going to be. You know, there'll be poor people and there'll be rich people. There'll be exploiters and press. One day Jesus will come, the Messiah will come, and we just have to wait for that day. Or Krishna will come from above, blah, blah, blah. blah. And that's what we're taught, right? That somehow this is our plight. We'll have, we cannot fly and we have to uh, agree with slavery. And I couldn't, I can, I, I, that, that didn't work for me. So if you take flying, how do we decide to fly? How do we learn to fly, Alpha? How, you, you know, I was, uh, I, I was just uh, on a flight to Asia and back. I'm fucking taking a shower 40,000 feet up in an A380 plane, right? How's that fucking possible? It's in incredible, right? Engineering, how did we do that? Engineers did that, not a bunch of fucking politicians. Engineers created that. How do they do that? 
over many hundreds of years, little tweak, little tweak, little tweak, solving wing design, right? A lot of hard work, millions and millions of man hours of engineering, sweat and hard work of people's names you do not even know. But what did they engineer? Well, they engineered a principle discovered by a mathematician called Bernoulli. Bernoulli's principle, Bernoulli realized that you can get, you can create a wing structure that you can have pressure here with, you know, certain amount of velocity of flow that's different than the velocity of flow on the wing. Quite an amazing discovery. Without that principle, that law, we could have never engineered an airplane. You see, first there was a science, the law, and then we had the engineering. Does that make sense? It does. I'm with you. But so for thousands of years, no one knew this principle called Bernoulli's principle. They were just trying to fly. They put flaps on. They'd kill themselves. Okay. And people say, well, see, George just tried to run off the bridge. He died. He can't do it. Now come down to the question of human liberation. Oh, yeah, that slave tried to run off the plantation. He got shot by the massa. I, you stay on the plantation. You just can't do it. You just you, you, you got to be a slave, okay? So you can't do it, right? It's impossible. Wow, Dr. Shiva in 2020 exposed the election systems. Now we know why it's fucked up. Now we know elections are selections definitively. So how do we win? Well, we have to recognize that there is a set of laws to how the system works. No different than Bernoulli's principle, Alpha. No different than Isaac Newton figuring out, you know, I drop the set of keys, it drops, and I can predict exactly. It's called Newton's equations. Now, if I were to tell you that before 1600, you wouldn't have believed me. But Isaac Newton figured that out just like Bernoulli figured that out. And because Isaac Newton figured that out, we can build bridges, we can build skyscrapers. All the shit we have comes from Newton's laws. Same with things. Now, what if I were to tell you that I, one of the greatest discoveries and inventions, yes, I did email many other things, that this kid who came from a low caste fucking family, we shouldn't even be here by any accord, has figured out the laws the principles of how you destroy the establishment and that those principles are no different than why this microphone works, how your body works, how everything in the universe works. It's called the laws of system science. And I figured those out. I've written about it. I've talked about it. I've given lectures at MIT. I've done courses, but I used to teach it only to the elites, but now I can teach it to anyone. No different than imagine me being able to teach you the principles of Bernoulli so you could build your own airplane. Just follow with me that. Suppose I told you that, Alpha. What would you say? <laughs> teach me because I want to start building some stuff. Exactly. You would want to build a revolution. You would want to build your own movement for truth, freedom, and health in your own community. And that is what I figured out. And that journey, that journey is that four-year-old kid who saw a Brahmin bitch, a mother, who when I went to her son's home, throw me out and give water in another cup and spit at me because I wasn't a Brahmin, figured this shit out. Because that angered me, man, as a four-year-old child. Like, what the fuck? Why am I being treated differently? And that led me on a journey to understand movements, study engineering at the number one school, multiple degrees in engineering, and I fucking cracked the code that there is a foundational science to how all systems work. There's a book there called System and Revolution. You can study it. You can learn it. And I'd love to give it away for free. When I give it away for free, no one wants it. So we said, okay, give us 100 bucks. And by the way, if you're an adult, you learn it. 
it's you can give it away to millions of kids for free because we need to educate our children because what's happening right now in the world is this graph, which I may have shared with you. You see that graph, Alpha? What is that graph? That graph, that red line is a life expectancy over the last 60 years of the US public. And that gray line is the rest of the industrial nations. What do you see there? It's fucking going upside down. So you have no fucking choice except to listen to what I'm saying, frankly, because this is what they've delivered you. You want to, and that's what I call the lesser of two evils. So yes, the son of two, the grandson of two village farmers has fucking cracked the code on how to fucking destroy the swarm. And it is going to come from you and you and you and you and you understanding there's a physics and you don't have to be an MIT nerd to understand this. I can train anyone on this, but you have to get on the ground. You have to learn it as a scholar. And then you have to get on the ground and hand out flyers to people. You have to go meet your neighbors and have a fucking conversation because this social media shit is all controlled. That's what happened in 2018. They will, they're watching this show right now. They're watching all the words I'm saying. And some motherfucker saying, shit, he's saying some good things. We better grab that or let us put this field slave back on Twitter. That's what Musk did, thinking I'd be as good, you know, you know, field slave. Let me put it that way. And that um, I would bow down to him, which I didn't. But what they were doing now, the new form of censorship, they put guys like me on, watch all my followers figure out what kind of pattern they are. It's called predictive analytics. And then go across the world and say, oh, these guys may follow Dr. Shiva. These guys may. So I'm going to push them, Kennedy. I'm going to push them, Vivek the Snake, to divert them. That's what they're doing, Alpha. It's, it's censorship 10.0. And that's what motherfucking Musk is doing. Remember where Musk comes from. His whole epigenetics is South African. 0.1% of the people controlled 99.9% .9 of the people. In his entire epigenome is he thinks he's better than you. It's a new Brahmanism, you say? So the foundational point here is there is a science to liberating us. And then we have to engineer it. You say no different. There's a science to flight. And that's what I've organized. So, you know, look, I went to MIT, which is the number one engineering school in the world. You learn mechanical engineering. You can learn electrical engineering. So, well, I've created revolution engineering. That's what I've actually created. How do we create a world that is for the people, by the people? And what are those principles? So it doesn't rely on one person. Because the old model was you have a leader and then they execute that leader. They assassinate that leader, right? And then the movement dies. Well, so therefore you have to have, you have to solve that problem, right? So it can't rely on me. It has to rely on knowledge. So the first step I did was put together that knowledge, get it out. And now we have about 300, 400, half a million people all over the world. And now we're training leaders. So it's not dependent on me. It's dependent, the knowledge stands on its own. You see, and so you, you learn it, you teach it, you serve learn, teach, and serve. You become a guru alpha. You become a yogi. You become a master. They don't want that. They want us bowing down to one master, right? This is a very fucked up model. This is why even the old Indian yogi systems are fucked up, right? The master's in his robe and you sit like this, ooh, master, master, right? All this bullshit. I wanted to democratize that and I've done that. So the goal is for each one of, and not everyone may want to do this, 
but to create enough leaders. And I believe we need about 10,000 leaders globally. But the election systems, were, so when you study this, what you realize is that elections are selections and the only thing that has ever changed the world are movements, okay? Bottoms up movements, not Bernie Sanders using the word movement, not people using the word revolution to manipulate people. I'm talking about true bottoms up movements. Now the problem is no different than the guy trying to fly. Sometimes he got off for 10 seconds and sometimes he crashed. Without looking at the history of these movements and saying, hey, what worked, what didn't, what is the physics? Like you have to actually look at the data and that's what I've done. So one of the important physics that comes out is you recognize that you have to have a very clear goal, which is by the way, one of the principles of system science. Where's, what's the goal? Second is what are the right inputs into a system? What are the right outputs? What are gonna be our disturbances? No different than when you're flying an airplane, you're gonna have turbulence, you're gonna wind. And then how do you avoid those disturbances? How do you know you're headed in the right direction? It's called sensors, which is another principle of system science. So once you understand this, you realize I can make some very intelligent decisions now. And one of the things that emerges out of system science is called self-organizing systems. And the this aspect really didn't come out in the knowledge of human beings until probably 1950s with the work of a guy called Ilya Pergroni. He really understood that things actually emerge bottoms up. Like under the right conditions alpha, things just appear. I'll give you an example. If you take water under the right conditions at 212 degrees Fahrenheit, what happens? It becomes steam. Exactly at that, right? Water is in this liquid phase, but when you crank up the heat, it becomes steam. That's called a phase change. That's a revolution, man. That's my definition of revolution. Under the right conditions, a system goes from like this vibration to another vibration. With human beings, it's about consciousness. We need to raise people's consciousness to understand, oh, there's a fundamental way that this world operates. And they attempt to teach us that the world has to be divided into left and right. And that is absolutely not true. So therefore, every issue they make into left and right, because that has 50% of the American working class fighting against the other 50% of the American working class. And we're not looking at the person who's making money off of that. You say, so this is engineered. So people need to become reflective. Wait a minute, let's take an issue like immigration. They don't wanna solve it, man. Let's take an issue like election systems. They have no interest in solving election systems. And that's, that's by design, you see? You realize at a certain point, this curve of the US lifespan going like that, it's been occurring since 1980. It's by fucking design, all right? Meanwhile, they will go get their stem cell therapies. They'll get their anti-aging treatments. You know, they'll eat organic food all day. But Trump will say, oh, I'm eating McDonald's. Motherfucker, go to his restaurant. It's all pasture-raised organic fucking beef, okay? He ain't eating that all the day. Don't think you should be eating Mickey D's all day because he ain't eating that all the day, all the time. So my point is they have enough people manipulated into believing this is the way things ought to be. But I'm here to tell you that I've cracked the code on this. And our goal is 30% of the people, Alpha, are never going to listen to anything you say. If you see them wearing a mask, don't even, that's a 30%. Give them, give them another mask to wear. Don't even bother arguing with them because it's going to burn you out. 50% of the people are watching which way the argument goes, okay? Even in your audience and my audience right now, okay? And 10%, 20% are change agents. And by the way, these numbers, 30, 50, 20, 
has been shown to be a scientific fact by the work of Price Pritchett, who looked at all different organizations since you know thousands of years. So if you want to change the world, the physics of this is don't waste your time on the 30%. Fuck them. The 50%, they're wishy-washy, right? Spend time on fighting the 20%, educating them, galvanizing them, mobilizing them. Because when you get that 20% organized, you're going to be able to bring over the 50%, at least 50 of the 50%. So now you at least have 20 to 40 to 50%, right? So we're not here to convince people. We're here to find those people who want to actually learn. You know, when the student wants to learn, the master comes, right? Um, it's true. When people want to learn, the education's here. So we've created that body of education, that community, et cetera, Truth Freedom Health. But if you don't want to do that, fine. We're not here to convince you. Look, the American Revolution was done by 3% of the people, very enlightened people. I mean, these people were like, I mean, if you think about what they wrote, you know, 300 years ago, these people are phenomenal thinkers. So we need that quality of people right now. And so going back to, you know, why I believe I'm the only one one, you know, who's qualified to run for president, a systems thinking knowledge. I'm one of us. So I've come bottoms up. But the other thing is I've actually participated in their world. And I know, and I've had many, many successes and victories, honest victories, you know? I created email, not at MIT, but in, <laughs> but in Newark, New Jersey, right? So you need people who are resourceful, who can make something out of nothing. That's the American spirit. Trump was given a shitload of money from his father. By all accounts, you know, he should be far more wealthy than he is. He burned through a lot of that shit, okay? Joe Biden, complete scam artist, right? These people are natural born, by the way, natural born citizens. They sell, they sell out this country to other countries. So if you start looking at this, you start recognizing that these people, if they weren't born into their conditions, They'd be out on the fucking street, man. They cannot take an, it's not like you take a knife and throw them into the jungle and they'll come out surviving. These people would just die. So I believe resourcefulness is key. As a 14 year old kid, I go into the center of Newark, New Jersey in a small medical college. I come out creating email, 50,000 lines of code. Didn't get paid a penny for it. That's resourceful. I go to MIT with very little, right? I paid my way through MIT and get four degrees create more companies, created thousands of jobs for people, literally out of nothing, Alpha. I never took venture capital money, never took private equity money, never took hedge fund money. My companies I made by selling my own, I would make it and I would sell it. You know, in I did 40 million in sales myself, man, selling Echo Mail, cold calling, right? Because I believed in my product. You couldn't, most sales guys suck. So I know how to, truly pull up myself from my own bootstraps and also help other people do that. So that's called resourcefulness. I would venture to ask all of these guys if they've done anything like that. What they have done is scam people. And let's, by way of example, look at Vivek the snake. Do you know how he made his money, Alpha? I do not. And we should look at it. And everything I'm going to tell you is all verifiable. So here's a fucking prick who goes to harvard gets a biology degree then goes to yale by the way yale is like the deep state center we all know right comes out of there then works for a hedge fund and when people go to work for hedge funds out of yale that's the club you see you get to hang out and you're building your club because 
when you come out of that pedigree, man, you can be a fucking moron like John Kerry and you get to be wealthy. Unfair bullshit that they do. It's just because you're in the club. Well, anyway, after he does that, this guy goes and starts a company. You can look it up called Axovant. A-X-O-V-A-N-T. What does this company do? They market themselves. We're going to create a drug against Alzheimer's. Okay. How are you going to do that? Create, innovate. Actually, you think make something, right? Do the research, do the hard work. No, that's not what, it, what they do. They go to the biggest pharma company, one of the biggest pharma companies in the world called GlaxoSmithKline, GSK. And this is a scam they do. They go to them and they, say, they find a drug that failed, not once, not twice, not three times, four times. So GSK had put a lot of money in and they thought they had found a drug which could cure Alzheimer's and Parkinson's and dementia. So they did clinical trials. What's a clinical trial? They actually find people, give them the drug and it didn't work. Failed four times. Drug is shelved. This little fucking brown-nosing Brahmin big pharma prick goes buys that drug from them for five million. He gets his hedge fund guys, right, to fund him. They take this failed drug. True story. Just look it up. Then he has his mother, mama, who's working in his company. Remember, this guy is giving talks on meritocracy, excellence, which means no nepotism, right? Has his mother, who's a physician, take the data, not even the... Dude, from one of those failed clinical trials, you know, think about loading it up into a spreadsheet, throwing away all the data alpha of people who didn't finish the trial, which means it was, they had adverse effects, side effects. And then saying, oh, for the remaining people, munging the data, writing a report saying it was a successful drug. <laughs> then taking that company fucking public, marketing. The guy's a fucking car salesman. Raising billions of dollars, selling his big, about 50 million to other investors, makes out like a bandit, then knows, remember now they have to do the clinical trial. He's, he knows it's useless. Then does a clinical trial. It fails, obviously. The stock crashes, you can look at it, by 99%. They changed the name of the company so no one figures this out. And then they shut down the company in April of 2023. Is that a fucking, what do you call that? It's criminal. That's exactly. what it is. Exactly. If I did that or you did that or people bottoms up did that, we'd be in fucking jail. Now you ask, now we have to go deeper. Why is this guy allowed on a debate stage? Why is not one fucking journalist asked him this? And there's many others I can bring up. Why? Because it's an inside fucking game. He's already been anointed and they created him in response to this brown face. Seriously, it's a psyop, man. And every, it's so obvious. The motherfuckers got revolution. Well, system and, oh, let me take Dr. Shiva's notes. Bottoms up. Ooh, let me take that. You see? So this is what's going on to people. They are literally looking the other way while anointed people are being deployed on you. And this is who Trumpers want to be a VP? 
Is this what you're fucking? This is America? This is meritocracy? This is excellence? So all you people listening down there thinking Alpha's crazy to have me on. Can you explain this? Now, this same motherfucker in 2016 gave money and endorsed a doctor, an MD, PhD, who's rabidly pro-vaccine mandates, rabidly pro-mask mandates, and wanted Trump in jail, impeached. He gave her not only, not only did he endorse her, he gave her money. You can look her up. It's on my tweet thread. It's a second ex And you can go down the list and list and list. But why is it that not one fuck, all of them, if you watch all the grifters, never bring any of this shit up? They're all being paid on the back end, man, because they're creating your fucking leaders. So the election fraud alpha occurs way before. The election fraud's occurring way before the election fraud. Do you know what I'm trying to say? I'm tracking. You see, by the time the election fraud occurs, the election they've already anointed the ones. So everything's all theater. And the problem they had with my election, Alpha, was when I ran in Massachusetts, a guy with my skill set, my knowledge, my resourcefulness is not supposed to run. We're supposed to just nerd out or do our companies, right? But when I ran in 2020, I figured all this shit out. And then I didn't sit there. I fought my own lawsuit. I have my own Twitter following. I started exposing it. Well, that's fucked up because you're just supposed to be an inarticulate dumbass, right? That you're supposed to have twitches and you shouldn't be able to talk and you shouldn't be decent looking. Well, I have all those skills and this really bothers them. This is why they're so fucking jealous. This is why fucker Carlson, Jimmy Dore, Glenn fucking Greenwald. Who's the other guy? Uh, Patrick Bette, you go down the list. All these guys will not put me on, Joe Rogan. And you notice they're all white guys, all white liberal guys. They're all liberals. Women podcasters will put me on, Kim Iverson, because I think women have fought a little bit. But these guys have no balls. They're all fucking pussies because they know the day they put me on their podcast, everyone, and, and the reason they don't put me on is they are enslaving their audience to like bullshit, bullshit. They put me on. People are going to say, wait a minute, this is a real fucking warrior. They do not put me on because they want to keep their audience enslaved to fake problems and fake solutions. And you just our heroes. You just segued way into something I was actually going to say at the end of this show. But you set it up so well that I'm going to bring it there. It is not my job to isolate my audience's ways of thinking. It is my job to challenge my audience's ways of thinking too. To break this mold of, hey, this is the set of things that was given to me, and I trust this person, so I'll roll with it. No. Research it yourself. Find, Don't just read an article. Go to the bottom of that article, and where's their sources? And pull those links and study that, because you'll end up finding out that a lot of these quote-unquote sources, it's a circle jerk. They're sourcing each other, and there's no real actual evidence. That's Wikipedia. A hundred percent. Wikipedia is circle jerk, you know? And, and, and what you said, you know, earlier in, in the show when we started is, you know, this ascension that needs to take place, you know, that raising the consciousness. Good word, man. Very good. That, word. Yeah. That only happens if I challenge my audience and, and, and I've, I, my, you know, I got a loyal audience and they know I've pissed them off from time well, to time. Well, Alpha, it also happens, you know, there's another simple slogan that says necessity is a mother of invention. Some people don't need to do anything, man. So to them, supporting Trump or supporting 
Vivek the Snake or Tulsi Gabbard or any of these fucking fools is frankly, they're also living off the titty. They don't have a burning desire to change anything. I mean, I have a burning desire because I've had to fight injustice, right? The average working person who's got 400 fucking dollars in the bank account, the average person, you know, 80% of the people in the United States only, I don't know if you know this, only have $40 for, $400 for a rainy day, sorry. Those people understand what I'm talking about. But if you're, you know, smoking weed all day, you know, and you're whatever you got, you know, like this people who somehow able to scam the system, right? There's a lot of Trumpers who live off disability, believe it or not. A number of them, okay? They're not all working people, just like on the left. So if you're living a not an honest life, you don't, you're living in some ways, quote unquote, a lap of luxury. You don't have to face reality, or you've never had to fight for anything. So Trump is like your fucking reality show fake hero. It's not real. It's absolutely, same with Joe Rogan. Look at Joe Rogan, man. Um, in 2014, I did a series of six papers exposing genetically engineered foods, real good scientific papers, you know, exposing what happens when you engineer using all my skill set. A bunch of people said, hey, Joe, you should put Dr. Shiva on. Now, this is in the heat of the GMO, anti-GMO battle, right? He puts on the pro Monsanto guy, never puts me on. Essentially, was supporting GMOs. Now go to the vaccine battle in 2020. Eddie Bravo's close friends like, hey, you should put Dr. Shiva on. He doesn't do that. He basically puts all the pro-vax guys on. And then after he sees his audience moving away, then he says, oh, maybe I am now anti-vaccine. And if you go look at, everyone should just go do the research. Then his stock sales go down, Spotify. And then he says, well, maybe I may be pro-vaccine. And you know what I mean? He modulates himself. So you have to understand these people aren't leaders. All right. They're not men with brass balls. I don't even think they're men. They're fucking pussies. Men were supposed to, where I was brought up with my great-grandfather, you took fucking principled stands. Life meant something. Without principles, you're not a fucking man. These people have no fucking principles. Their principle is the almighty fucking dollar. That's it. That's their fucking principle. So we have to understand Trump's a fucking pussy. Joe Rogan's a fucking pussy. All the, and it's really interesting when I, because I did it with the meeting with this African-American podcaster, just saying, oh, being too hard on Jimmy Dore. Well, I said Jimmy fucking Dore was supporting Robert Kennedy. And why hasn't he put me on? I'm the fucking guy who exposed all this shit. Why? And I said, you know, I said, I'm realizing you're all white liberal dudes. And I have to look at that. I call them liberals because Tucker Carlson's actually a liberal. He's not some conservative. Okay. He's like this with Hunter Biden. All these guys are quote liberals you know, in sheep's clothing. They just say enough to get their audience going, you say? And you have to look at that very carefully. Oh, I agree with that a lot. So, Dr. Shiva, let me, because uh, we're down to the last yeah. five minutes here. Um, two things, and one question I'll save for the last, but uh, we're in January 20th of 2025. Dr. Shiva's taking the oath of presidency. What is the first thing you're doing out of the gate? The first thing we're going to do is by executive order, you know, uh, stop the CISA Act and restore the First Amendment. We don't have the First Amendment anymore. All these backdoor portals, all these social media companies need to be absolutely fucking obliterated. The reason, you know, when I got off and I was seven years old, you know, when I came to Kennedy Airport, I had shorts on. It was fucking snowing. I didn't even know what snow was. 
I asked my dad, why did we come here? He goes, one word, freedom. And that's what makes us made this country so distinguishedly different. Because with freedom, you can do innovation. You can have all sorts of crazy ideas. You can talk right freely, openly. And then we, you know, that's why we call our movement Truth, Freedom and Health. Freedom, you get to truth. And with truth, you get to health. And with real good health, you can fight more for freedom and more for uh, science. But when you look at a curve like that, man, and you see that more and more people are unhealthy and they're going to, your child is going to have a shorter lifespan than you. That means the health systems in this country are destroyed. And when you have unhealthy people, they don't even have the wherewithal to fight for freedom, man. So the first thing I would do is eliminate these backdoor, the entire unholy alliance between government and big tech. Boom, gone. It should be blown up. That's the first thing that needs to be done. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. And then my last question, and, and I wrote this one down. What is more valuable or what is more powerful truth or freedom and and where i'm going with that is a lot of times truth and trying to speak the truth is going to result in your freedom being taken away so question to you dr shiva yeah it's a great question look um when i remember i told you i have uncovered these principles right and and i encourage everyone and um this is really for your benefit if you want to do it. When you go to Truth, Freedom, Health, it took me 50 years to figure out these principles. But when I say truth, freedom, health, do you know where those three words come from, Alpha? Those three words, truth, freedom, and health, are no different than in engineering principles. It's called transport, conversion, and storage. Okay? Right now, when you're sitting here breathing, okay, you're breathing in air. Movement of air, transport. What happens when you can't breathe? <laughs> you, you feel like you're going to die. That's freedom, right? Movement of information, matter, and energy is the same. Transport is the same as freedom. Does that make sense? If you don't have, what happens if in the entire universe is free? There's no motion, no particles move. That means it's absolutely frozen. Transport, when you take a general system theory course, you learn transport is the same as freedom. The movement of information matter and energy so you need freedom but when you breathe air man the air's got to come in that's motion but then you don't survive unless that air which has oxygen in it goes to your lungs and it gets converted right that's called the conversion process your alveoli in your lungs with the capillaries do gas exchange the oxygen is fed into your Red blood cells coming with depleted oxygen. The CO2 is taken out and you breathe it out, right? So not only do you need freedom, transport, but you need conversion. What is conversion? Conversion is the, is the aspect of taking all sorts of, it, it's taking stuff in one form and converting it to another form, oxygen to CO2, right? CO2 to oxygen. Does that make sense? So the conversion process occurs also, what I've discovered here, with freedom, you, we can throw out all sorts of ideas. And then you take all those ideas, Alpha, and you convert them to truth. Some of them are not truth. Some of them are lies, and some of them become truth. How? Because you apply the scientific method. I argue with you. I have to prove shit to you. Everything I've said, I could prove to you. Dr. Shiva, show me that he bought that company for $5 million. Here it is. Okay. Show me that his mother did the thing. Here it is. Show me that the stock tanked. Here it is. I can show you all that. And so... 
through that process of the scientific method, we convert some random idea to truth. You see, so truth is actually a verb. We have to recognize truth is a verb. We can get it more and more refined, okay? But it occurs in, you, you need conversion and you need freedom right now in your body, okay? But you also need something else, structure. Where is all this taking place? It's taking place in your lungs, in your alveoli, which are structural elements, right? You make oatmeal in the morning, you can throw the oatmeal in, you got the fire, which is a conversion, but you need a bowl, right? Your body needs a skeleton, your house needs a housing, right? That's a structure. Transport, freedom, conversion, truth, structure, okay? Structure is, guess what, for you, it's your health. Without your health, man, you got nothing. So my point is you need all three, not, you have to have all three. So I tell the people who are into the First Amendment, I like my gun, Second Amendment. Well, you better take care of your health, guy, and you better learn some science. And to the nerds who are just getting, you know, like look like jellyfish and they think they're all nerding out or inventors, well, you better learn how to maybe shoot a gun or you better learn how to speak and you better learn to take care of your body. And then on the other extreme, if you're just a yoga Nazi, just doing yoga and thinking you look so great, well, you better also learn the importance for freedom of speech and you better learn what truth is. And if you look at the pandemic, it, wasn't it interesting all the yoga people claim they care for health? We're pushing mask mandates, which means they're against freedom. And over here, the people are for the First and Second Amendment, right? Some of them got that, but they had no idea about taking care of the immune system. You see what I'm saying? So in what I just shared with you, when you breathe and you exhale, you need truth, freedom, and health. You need transport, conversion, storage. We need all these three. And the, by the way, these are three of the nine principles people learn. You need all of these three, Alpha. So uh, what I'm telling you when I say I've uncovered the actual science of everything in the universe works, I truly have. And I want to educate everyone with that. Because now you say, shit, I'm a yoga person. I better fight for the First and Second Amendment. I'm a First and Second Amendment guy. I better take care of my health. You see, we need all three. All those three principles and those struggles. So I want to train people to be a scientist. I want to train people to be a warrior. And I want to tra train people to take care of their health. You got to be a healer, a warrior, and you have to be a freedom fighter. All three. By the way, in the ancient Indian systems of traditional medicine, do you know this? they use the same word for all of those? The warrior and the healer and the fighter were all the same people. It was called Vaidhir. They didn't have three different words. The warrior went to fight evil. The healer went to fight disease, which is evil, right? So they were the same. So you see, we've separated these words and they're not. How can the fuck can you have truth without freedom? And how can you fight for truth without your health? You need all three. So you see, there are certain phenomenon that should be coupled. And what the establishment has done is separate them. And that's why I don't use and. I say truth, freedom, health. It's one composite material. I enjoyed that answer <laughs> very much so. Uh, and I knew this would be a powerful, powerful conversation, Dr. Chiva. And I look forward to the next one because there's a lot. Let's do that more, I want man, but I hope out of this conversation, people, you can look what I've shared here and you can see why they're so afraid to put me on the debate stage. You know, in 2020, we legitimately won the rights against Elizabeth Warren and they fucking cheated us. We had to go to federal court. These people are fucking cheaters. Please remember that they do not play fair. They're all pussies. They're so afraid of real competition. None of them will, everyone go challenge any of them. Go challenge fucking Rogan, anyone to put me on. He knows the day he puts me on, 
people, he's going to be out of fucking business. And that's why I support ind truly independent media and podcasters like you, Alpha, because we are of truly of the people. These people are not. I mean, it's so sickening to think fucker Carlson, a little dweeb with his little pinstripes, gives a fuck about you. Wake the fuck up. Trump has golden plated toilet seats. He's not going to allow you into Mar-a-Lago, okay? So wake the fuck up. He's not fighting for you. You're looking at the guy who's going to fight for you. And you're looking at the audience who will fight for you. So we have to build a bottoms-up movement. And if you get to that, how do you build it? Go to Truth Freedom Health. We're creating the science. We have it. And what I, before I leave, um, what I want to just give two things I want people to do is, number one, go to ShivaForPresident.com. This is a lazy man's way to be an activist. You get one of these bumper stickers, put it on the back windshield of your car. 100,000 people per day will see that. Far more views than you'll get on this medium. If you want to be an activist, go down to ShivaForPresident.com again and become a volunteer. But it's up there. It's free. It's open source. Download one of these beautiful flyers and you'll see me out on the streets, man. You'll see me handing them out. No one can touch you with this. And it has very simple thing. The lesser of two evils is killing your children. There's the proof. That's what's going on. There's a little link to a swarm video. And then here's a solution. Number one, you know, Shiva for president, right? There's a video that links there. There's a video that links you to truthfreedomhealth.com where you can understand the physics of becoming a leader. And then finally, you can invite people to our open house. So everything's right there. One freaking piece of paper. You don't need social media. The future is offline, Alpha. And then, so shivaforpresident.com, truthfreedomhealth.com, become your own guru, become your own leader. I've created the tools for you. Now you have to put some time in. You can't be lazy. You have to be a good student, but we've done it. It's a three hour course, but that's only one piece of the 12 items. We have a community. We have amazing people. You won't feel lonely like you're alone. And you won't settle for fucking a fucking snake, a fucking golden plated toilet seat man, a fucking guy who sounds like a fucking demon, you know, so on. It's time that we raise people's consciousness. And I really like the word you use, Alpha, ascension of consciousness. That's what our movement's about. Absolutely. And I look forward to another conversation, Dr. Chiba. Thank you, Alpha. You were wonderful. I appreciate your wonderful questions and your thoughtfulness. All right. I'll see you next time. That's okay. for sure. Take it easy, doctor. Be well. Be the light. Thank you. Hey, guys, Dr. Shiva, you see the links on the bottom right there? <laughs> I see you guys. Balls of fire in the chat. Uh, let me break to our sponsor real quick. And when I come back, I'll let you guys know what's coming up. We'll have some final thoughts. So I'll see you guys in just a Thank moment. Thank you. Be well. I'm, I'm done. Right after Are you worried about... All right, everyone. I hope that was valuable. So that was... Alpha Omega, I thought he was a very uh, kind and honest and good uh, reviewer and interviewer, I'm saying. But look, everyone, I'm the only one qualified to be president of the United States among all this field of numbnuts. And the only way that we're going to win this is for all of us to recognize the future is us and we need one of us, you know. So as I mentioned, Alpha, how can you participate? Go to Dr. Uh, go to Shiva, numeral four, president.com. It's right below, right there. And get one of these bumper stickers. They're a few bucks. Uh, if you want to donate, donate whatever you want. 
Um, and when you donate, you know, we give you lots and lots of books and material. I actually educate, give you lots of gifts. You know, it's a two way street here. But most importantly, download this flyer. OK, go to the download section and hand it out to as many people as you want. And remember, today, August 30th, 1982, is the anniversary of when I invented email in right there, August 30th, 1982. There's a copyright. Uh, there's no controversy except the ones the the uh, these individuals created to take away the fact that innovation can occur anytime, any place by anybody. So truthfreedomhealth.com, become a warrior scholar. Um, and let me play for you our uh, video that I like to play. It's an inspiring video of my run for president. But remember, shivaforpresident.com and truthfreedomhealth.com to become a warrior scholar. We need to train enough people in the world to understand this dynamic so it's not only reliant on me. So I hope you enjoy this video and I'll be right back. Who would have ever thought I'd be running for president of the United States of America? I was born a low caste untouchable in India's caste system, a system of aristocracy, oppression, and racism. My name is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. I'm an MIT PhD, a Fulbright scholar, a scientist, engineer, entrepreneur, and inventor. My family and I left India to come to America on my seventh birthday. I grew up in the working class neighborhoods of New Jersey, playing baseball, mowing lawns, painting houses and coding software. My friends and neighbors are blacks, Italians, Irish, people of all races. As a 14-year-old, I wrote 50,000 lines of software code to create the world's first email system and was awarded the first U.S. copyright for email, recognizing me as its official inventor at a time when copyright was the only way to protect software inventions. I did that long before I ever came to MIT, revealing that big innovations can occur anytime, anyplace, by anybody. Growing up, I saw politicians dividing us by race and religion in both America and India to have us fighting each other while they remained safe in their gated communities and in their playgrounds of Hollywood, Martha's Vineyard, and Silicon Valley. I'm a fighter. I fought racism and exposed their imperialist wars, fought for workers, and put my life on the line against global corruption. I never wanted to run for political office. All that changed when I saw working Americans as never before being duped by the establishment and the not-so-obvious establishment. Across left and right, we were being sold out and made to forget why we came to America and why America existed. Lawyers, academics, billionaires, celebrities and politicians, elites, Clintons, Kennedys, Bidens, Obamas, Bushes, black and white have hijacked America. They printed trillions for their friends. They delivered crumbling infrastructure, corruption and racism. They transferred trillions to themselves, dividing black and white, fear-mongering and fake science. Lockdowns and censorship, dirty air, food and water, pushing drugs upon us, making us sicker. We've been sold out. One set of rules for them and another for us. We deserve a warrior with a history of courage in putting everything on the line for you, who believes in you, not them, who has created a movement bottoms up for truth, freedom, health. I've exposed their lies at the right time, never waiting until it was popular. I've exposed their false gods who exist to lead you back to them. I've exposed their fake science of lockdowns and masking and provided you solutions to fight them and win and protect your immune system, saving millions. I exposed Fauci, galvanized the fire Fauci campaign when others remained silent. When they stole our election, we sued the government and Twitter in our historic 2020 federal lawsuit, exposing in bare view the government and big tech censorship infrastructure, the unholy alliance between government and social media companies. Where was Elon and his grifters? They stood by the sidelines and did nothing. They did not use their megaphones to help us when it could have made a big difference. Now our movement grows for truth, freedom, health, independent of all of them. Every day millions are learning the science of systems, the knowledge the elites 
do not want you to have, so you may learn how to think, stand up, and fight, independent of the establishment of left and right and their fake heroes. Now it's time for you to join the movement, to win back America, to win back truth, win back freedom, win back your health. That's why I'm running for President of the United States. This race is about you. This race is about truth, freedom, health versus power, profit, control. We've had enough. They think we'll fall in line and vote again for their lawyers, celebrities, billionaires, and chosen ones from above. We choose our heroes from below, from the rank and file who do what is right at the right time, not when it's convenient and popular. They can never represent us. What America needs is a movement by the working people, for the working people, who are educated, organized, decentralized, and fight for independence from their systems of control. And that movement exists. It's ready for you. We don't need them. We need us to go bottoms up, neighbor to neighbor. My journey, your journey, are all the same. It's our time. It's time we had one of us. It's time to win back truth, freedom, health. To win back America. Be part of this historic movement. All the way to our victory on November 5th, 2024. If you're an American citizen, pledge your vote now for Dr. Shivaya Duray, the independent candidate for U.S. President. No matter where you live, you can be a part of this. Volunteer as little as 20 minutes a day. Don't delay. This is Dr. Shivaya Duray, and I approve this message. Paid for by Dr. Shiva for President. All right, everyone. One of the things I forgot to mention is all of you are invited to a one-on-one -on -one I do, or one-on-many that I do, but it's, a, it's a, a meeting that we do in a private environment online. Every Thursdays, we call it an open house at 11 a.m. and at 8 p.m. EST, and you can RSVP at vashiva.com slash orientation, vashiva.com slash orientation. We do, uh, it's quite a long day on Thursday, but please join us. And again, before I sign off, again, let me... Uh, Remind everyone, today is August 30th, 1982. is the anniversary of the invention of email that I did over 40 years ago. Uh, please take time to go to Shiva for president, volunteer. We need to get on the ballot in every state. Um, we've created an incredible opportunity for all of you to participate in this incredible process of uh, changing the world for all of us, not for them. And it's also an opportunity, as I mentioned, Alpha, that you start recognizing that none of these fools out there are qualified to be president. You're looking at someone like me who actually earned all my degrees, has created companies which have given thousands of jobs to people, uh, actually understands systems, uh, cares for us because I'm one of us. But more importantly, you know, I know how to solve problems and I've done it all my life. And we live in a point in human history right now, we need people who actually can solve problems, not people who run reality shows and bullshit and lie to people. And it's an opportunity for each one of you to raise your consciousness and recognize that you do deserve better, that having the lesser of two evils, as we say in this graph, is going to basically kill your children. And that's what it's doing. The lesser of two evils is killing your children. So we need a systems overhaul. And um, I hope all of you uh, take the opportunity to join this incredible movement and be part of Truth, Freedom, Health. Be well, be the light. Thank you to all of you.